Welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast, where you will learn everything you need to know about running a successful sunless tanning business. We will interview some of the industry's top business owners to find out how they took a passion and turned it into a prosperous business. And here's your host, Grant Conscious. Hey, Happy Tanners. Thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode of the Happy Tans Podcast. On this week, we have Katie Alloy from Southern Glow in Mobile, Alabama, and she shares her wonderful story about how she started just over a year ago and has already opened her physical uh, location, uh, a nice studio after working out of her home studio for almost a year. Uh, she shares a story and how she was able to, to grow her business that quickly and all the steps she took uh, to get there. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, as always, feel free to check us out, happytans.com. If you need a website, we have the website builder over at happytans.com forward slash website. And we have the new business training available, happytans.com forward slash MC for masterclass MC. I will link those items below. As always, thanks for joining us and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast. On today's episode, we have Katie Alloy from Southern Glow in Mobile, Alabama. How are you doing today, Katie? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Sure. I just want to, to be here. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for, for joining us. It's always good to, to meet new people. I, you've obviously worked, we've worked together on your website through the Happy Tans uh, website builder, but we don't have too much a formal conversation outside of that. So it's always good to get to know people better. Uh, but I just want to open the floor to you, uh, for you to kind of introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about you, how long you've been in business, and um, all the fun things like that. Yeah. So um, I started Southern Glow about a year ago. Um, I had a home studio, and um, I didn't know anybody. I had just moved to the Mobile area. So I just kind of got in a funk. I was stay-at-home mom after working for many, many years, so um, in the medical field, actually, and I just decided that I was going to try something different, and I wanted to do something that would allow me to be at home with my little one, and then also, you know, something that gives me something outside of that, um, so I started doing that, which my husband kind of thought I was crazy at first, um, but it really rather quickly took off um, and I've been doing it ever since and just opened my first actual location just within the last month or so. Oh yeah, definitely. And that's the picture that I probably saw on Facebook that you were referring to of the studio. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's great. It looked, looked pretty cool in there. We'll definitely attach that picture in the show notes so everybody can see it. People are always looking for inspiration. I think that was really well put together. So people yeah. will, will enjoy that one. And for you, uh, so just a year in business, never owned your own business before that? Is this first experience? No. Wow. This is my first. Well, I um, so I was in business management before, and that's actually where I have a degree in. But um, I ran medical and dental offices in, in my past. So I've definitely run businesses before. It's just never been my own. Yeah. So it's definitely a lot scarier <laughs> when it's your own money that you're putting on the line. Yeah. But um, I just, I really wanted to do something for myself and it's been super rewarding. You yeah. know, just all the hard work that you put in, you know, it goes to yourself and it's it's amazing. Yeah. Well, that that's awesome to hear. I mean, in, within a year to be able to open your location, that's obviously a lot quicker than a lot of people. Everybody's in a little bit different situation, you right. know, not only location, financially, everything like that. So it's, it's really cool to hear. And we can get a bit more into that, but I like to 
touch on uh, some highs and lows of the businesses. Obviously, only being in it for a year, you might you might not have had too many yet, but I'm sure you've had some, as anybody does. So if you want to touch on both sides of that, both the um, the worst moment you've had so far in your business as well as the best, that would that'd be great. Yeah, definitely. So um, for sure, I've had both. Um, my worst moment has – there hasn't been a whole lot of them, but when I had first started, I um, contacted just like a local competitor and – Um, you know, of course I did all my research before I even opened the business and started doing it just because I wanted to see what other people were doing and, you know, what their prices were and just who, who was around. And, um, so I had sent this competitor an email and after I read her, her website and I just really loved what she had to say of why she got into it. Um, and, and just how she ran her business. It just, I don't know. I just felt like she would be a good someone good to have, like if I'm not available, I really wanted someone that I could send my clients to, someone that I could trust, you know, Mm -hmm. and just being the background that I came from in the medical field, you know, when your doctor's not available, you always have somebody on call. So that's kind of where I was going with that. Um, I didn't get a response from her for about two weeks and I thought, well, that was kind of strange. But when I did finally get a response from her, it was super ugly. She was not very nice to me at all. Um, and she basically just said that, you know, people come and go all the time and she didn't expect me to be doing this for very long. So I kind of, um, use that to push forward. And, um, I think definitely it paid off. Yeah. So you turned uh, the, one of the, what could be a worst moment into a great moment for you yes, by yes. using it as motivation for sure. And I'm sure opening your location there had to be, uh, you know, one of the better moments so far in the business. It is yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yes. Had to make it much more real. <laughs> it definitely did, you know, and it just kind of goes to show that I just kind of have a personality that you don't let yourself fail. I mean, failing is just something that's in your head and it only happens if you allow it. And I've just used, you know, that negativity and push forward and, and it's, it's paid off. Yeah, for sure. most definitely. And that's a good way to look at it. Like you said, there's, there's not really failures and more or less it's learning and kind of how to, how to get a beyond that. So you, you took that and turned it into something positive, which is a great way to do it. And it's obviously pushed you forward and you've found a lot of success so far, especially in the past year. So that's really cool to hear. And for you, um, when you were just starting out and you said you were new to the area as well, how did you, or if you remember, how did you get your first paying customer? Um, I'm trying to think, well, there was actually two different ways. So my husband is kind of crazy and he would go to every single neighbor that we had and was like talking about it and of course I spray tanned him a whole bunch of times so he would always have a tan he'd show it off and it was embarrassing to say the least (laughs) um so you know he did get me a few people from that but I also did um a Facebook ad I believe when I first started out and um I you know just advertised that way and I think I did like a contest where somebody won a free one. And honestly, it's just been from that one person that I got in, they told their friends and I haven't done any advertising whatsoever since then. And, um, it's just been word of mouth. Wow. That's crazy. So, yeah. That's really cool to hear. I haven't heard the husband thing before. I'm going to have to oh, use gosh. that. That's a good <laughs> tactic. Yeah. I'm going to have to put that in the training for people. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was embarrassing, but you know, he's, 
people like him, you know, he's very outspoken and he does not mind, you know, telling everybody everything. So he was like throwing out my cards everywhere he went. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think if it's the right personality, yeah, then it, it can work. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Sounds like it was perfect. So maybe we'll just send him around for everybody just around the sure, year. Sure, yeah. yeah. We'll just... <laughs> He'd love to do that. <laughs> That's funny. So but do you remember about that Facebook ad? I just want to ask about it. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of people in the forums, you know, complaining or not complaining, yeah. but saying these ads aren't working. I'm wasting money. Which was that? Was that an actual advertisement? Was it a boost? Do you know? It was a boosted post, okay. um, and I targeted it to just the people that I wanted to, and I actually put in the target for, um, like, college age. Mm-hmm. We have a big, you know, Southern University here, and yeah. that's kind of what I was hoping to get, somebody like that. And um, I think the first one, I'm trying to think. I don't know if she was an, a college student or not, but she was friends with um, a makeup artist that's, huge on social media mm-hmm. um and so it, like literally it's like meeting the right people yeah and so it's just taken off since then yeah. if you can get somebody that already has like a really good social media following and give them a free tan and they love it it literally will explode yeah. and that's exactly what happened for sure i'd be offering free tans to that person for life <laughs> oh yeah oh definitely and yeah. i do yeah for sure I, and i think people oftentimes underestimate the um you know, the networking side of things. And for some people it's, it's, uh, there might be more introverted. You know, I'm introverted person, but you, you have to see at some points that you have to get out there and, and meet people and, and stuff. The networking is huge and to find, obviously with the, with the internet, you can find local people like that. So you can go search for local beauty, you know, bloggers or Instagrammers Uh or YouTubers or whatever it is. And you know, what's going to hurt to shoot them a message, offer them to get a free tent, take them to coffee, whatever it is to, to get in their, their wheelhouse and to try to get them to come to you. That's really cool though. It's a good idea. Yeah. And I'm still friends with her to this day. So, um, she's actually going to be coming in here. I've got extra space in my studio. So she's going to be coming in here, um, permanently and doing makeup. So it's just been, it's, you know, if you get the right person in the door and even if you're like, Oh, I don't want to give away a free tan. What is one free tan compared to, you know, hundreds of people that have come to me just because of her, you know? So, yeah. And people are more, people are more quick to spend money on something else than give away the free tan, which technically cost, you know, in product and stuff, just a couple bucks, you know, exactly. it, it may be a $35 tan, but you're willing to go out and boost a post for $20 and waste two hours reading this right. and reading that instead, just, you know, give away a free tan, see what happens. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not going to hurt anything. As long as you make sure that they know, Hey, this is just, you know, a one-time thing or something. You don't, you don't do it all the time. Um, they mm-hmm. will take advantage of it. But I think a lot of people fear that taking, getting taken advantage of and they, try to think of the negative things instead of the good things. Like instead of thinking, oh, this person's going to always want free tans. They're going to tell everybody that we do free tans. It's more like, hey, this person could be a good way to get connected to more people. So right. it's a good way to look at it. And she posted a picture of her tan line and that picture. I mean, she had people on her Facebook that she doesn't even know personally, but that saw it and then they wanted that tan, you know, and then <laughs> it's just, yeah. That's how so I imagine. It's a great way. Yeah, that's how I imagine something. It had to be some kind of tan picture. So that's cool to hear, though, for yeah. sure. For sure. So for you, obviously, you've only been in business for a year. It sounds like you have a couple people maybe coming in, sharing some space with you, possibly. So, mm-hmm. I mean, 
over that year, what kind of changes have you made in the business for from a daily type thing? Like, are you doing a lot of different stuff? Or are you still a lot in the business? Have you considered bringing somebody else in to help with tanning? Are you that far along yet? Um, or is um, it- definitely. I um, I pretty much my husband works in Iraq, so I pretty much do everything on my own. Um, and I've got two kids. So I definitely have to leave by a certain time and, and get home so that I'm not home super late. Because I do have a lot of clients that like to come sure. after they get off of work and later. So I am going to be bringing somebody in soon. I've been kind of trying to train somebody to take on my later appointments. Um, but I brought an esthetician in, so she's going to be doing facials and waxing. And then, of course, the makeup artist is coming in with me as well. Um, but then the other changes are just really... Um, Social media, you know, um, and having to be super flexible with people. Yeah. Um, I don't do, I used to do mobile spray tanning, but I really don't do that anymore. Once you get busy enough, I think you kind of have to stop doing that. But I would love to have the other girl, you know, kind of take on some of the the mobile tans for me. Definitely. And the good thing with that, I was talking to somebody the other day, I think it was a similar situation where they were too busy to do the mobile tanning anymore and we both agreed that just jack up the prices of the mobile tanning yeah. and not to like not to take advantage of people who say literally I can't afford to do this unless you're going to pay x amount um you know you're not taking advantage of it people want to pay for the convenience they can afford it if they don't they can come to you so right. that's a good way to do it and having somebody else to there will obviously help definitely yeah and and you and I chatted briefly before we started recording you talked about um, the, the esthetician, you talked about the lashes and things that you're doing. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you want to go into that a little bit? I know you, you talked about how Alabama doesn't have the the law like some states to be a licensed esthetician to do that, which is interesting. Right. So when I was trying to think of, it's you know, when you're starting out and you're doing that at home, you don't really have overhead. And now that I do have overhead, I was trying to think of ways that I can be sure that no matter what, I'm always going to have people in my door, even during the slower seasons. So um, everybody that comes in that talks to me is always talking about lashes. So I did a bunch of research and found that we really didn't have anyone in my mobile area that offered that. Um, So I looked into it, and I know every state is different, but Alabama, you do not have to be a licensed esthetician. So um, I definitely wanted to get certified, though. I feel like that is kind of a big thing, especially when it comes to people's eyes. Sure. So I did take a course and got certified in that, and it's just that's been taken off as well. Sure. So that keeps me busy the beginning of the week, whereas spray tanning is more towards the end of the week. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I mean, I, a lot of people do the, you know, like we talked about, the teeth whitening things and other things mm-hmm. because of the slow time. You know, there's four or five months there where it's a little slower, so there's a good way to pick it up. Do you, do you know um, – I'm not sure if you even know this. Do you recall off the top of your head how many states were needed a license and which didn't? I don't remember okay. off the top of my head, but I know, like you know, like California, they have strict laws. Yeah. Alabama is kind of like whatever; <laughs> they don't care. Um, and but I think even like right next door, Mississippi, I think you have to be an esthetician, okay. and yeah. I believe Louisiana as well. So, I mean, it's hit and miss, but I don't think there's too many that say you don't have right. to be. Well, that's, I mean, it's a good thing that it's good to have it like that. Uh, obviously, I think spray tanning is the same way. You know, some people, right. I think Oregon and, and Arizona used to. I think it's just Oregon now require an esthetician license, which is fine. And a lot of people in the industry are estheticians already. So right. that's just another idea for them. And what company did you do the last training through? Is it like a private company or was it? 
It, it was through Lavish Lash, okay. um, and they're out of California. They were one of the first ones to even do lashes, mm-hmm. um, so their training was really good. Okay, cool. I'll make sure to include that in the show notes so people can, can touch on that one. Um, or yeah. look it up and do some research if the, if they're a licensed esthetician. If not, check with your state because we're not guaranteeing that you can do them. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> All right, Katie. Well, what um, if you had to say, you know, if you had to pick one thing that has contributed to your success thus far and going from, you know, an in-home studio to already having your own location mm-hmm. in just around a year, what would you say was the number one thing that you did? Well, I guess. So I used to do this whenever I worked in dentistry in the medical field, um, just because we took a lot of different courses that had to do with that. But um, I treat every person like they are VIP or family. Um, so like if they're new and they're getting ready to walk in the door, I make sure I know that who it is, their first name, and I call them by their first name as they walk in. Um, and then um, I usually just try to take notes. Like, I, I think I have a general interest in people for the most part anyway, um, but I always keep a profile on them. So I know, first of all, what their solution is every time they come in, um, and then I adjust it to what they want, basically, if they want something a little bit darker, if, if they can do that. Um, so I always keep their profile, but then I also keep notes, you know, like if they say they've had a death in the family recently or maybe somebody had a new baby, so that the next time when they come in, I'm asking them about that so that they feel like, you know, I really did take an interest in them and it's not just, you know, take a number. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good idea. And I, I, you know, I've talked about this with a lot of people and I think the notes thing is huge. Obviously knowing the solution is just kind of an obvious thing you have to do, but to to get more personal with them like you're doing and you wonder why doctors read the charts before they walk in the room so they know who the heck they're talking to. They don't remember Mm -hmm. all the 200, 300, 400 Right. people that they see, you know, they have to know the history and everything like that. And, and a lot of people overlook that in business and it's a personal thing. It's a very intimate service, obviously, since mm-hmm. people are stripping down. So that's very interesting. And how do you, how do you keep track of all that? Um, I use, so I use for like scheduling and everything. I use square, square appointments uh-huh. and they have just a notes section oh, cool. and um, it'll pull up every single time when they're getting ready to walk in the door. And so I just check that notes section and and um, and see if there's anything on there. And I mean, if sometimes they don't tell you anything, but I yeah. I would say I'm here in the South. Everybody is like family, <laughs> and like they will come in with Starbucks for me. I mean, like yeah. stuff like that. It's just it's a very open door type of thing. So I, I there's typically something on everybody, right. you know. And I just try to bring it up and make them feel like you know I really do care and yeah. make them comfortable. Very cool. They already nervous you know they're getting ready to get naked in front of you sure and that's you know that that's obviously um underestimated a lot by people uh jimmy coco a couple interviews ago referred uh talked about that some about treating people like that and how intimate it is and taking care of and other people have discussed it as well but that's important to to know everybody know a little bit about them you know jot down their kid's name their dog name cat name whatever's important to them they're going to talk to you about it whatever's on their mind and if you remember that it means a lot to the person right Um, so that's very important and that's cool that square has that it seems like most scheduling systems probably have that if you don't use any scheduling software you know get out a good old pen and piece of paper you know go on go online there's tons of free ways to to track that kind of information yeah Absolutely. So what um, you've been in business for a year. Did you um, go through any training before doing spray tanning? 
Um, I did. Well, I went through Megan Barrett, who's actually on the forum with us. And um, I used to live in the same town that she did, and she used to do some spray tans for me. So when I was looking up, you know, different things, I know she had a really awesome business going on for herself. So I went through her. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, Megan was back on episode five of the Happy Tans podcast. So, yeah, she's she's yeah. awesome. I've known her since my days back at Sholey. Uh, she used to call and bug me. No, I'm just kidding. She used to call all the time and talk, uh, but we've remained friends. So that's cool. I thought for some reason you had a tie to her, but I couldn't recall. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's always good to have somebody like that there for you to support you. And I know she she's uh, awesome and she's been in it so long. She probably answered everything you <laughs> needed to know. She did. And I bugged her all the time. Uh, yeah. I was like, hey, what do you do with this? Yeah. And she's always been super helpful. Sure. So. Thanks for getting her back since she always bugs me. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I definitely did. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. She's she's an awesome person. Uh, and, and on top of that, what kind of uh, equipment and solution do you um, use? So, of course, she trains me with Norvell equipment, um, and so I have two different guns from Norvell, and then I also, I've branched out and tried to try different um, solutions. I've literally tried everything at this yeah. point, but I mostly use Norvells. Okay. And machine and solution Norvell, right? Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. very cool, very cool. Yeah, it seems like... Um, a lot of people are trained with that. I always wonder about that. A lot of people are trained with a certain product. I feel like the first thing people do as soon as they get home is go online and find every single sample that they can. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting to hear that, um, you know, which is a good thing. But I'm always I'm always telling people to to uh, invest their time and energy elsewhere. You know, if you have a good product, definitely find whatever's best for you. But once you do, don't go out there and always look for some, you know, some diamond in the rough or something like that like it's not that stuff means a good deal to you but it's not the ultimate you know deciding factor in business you're better right. off to spend time and if your clients are happy you know i've never had anyone ever sure. complain about the color um my thing was for me personally i wanted to find another line that did some rapids that were there a little bit different like for redheads or whatnot yeah. so i've branched out a little bit for that but for the most part it's Strictly yeah, so you, you know, instead of wasting all that time and money on shipping and products and testing right. and all that, you just say, hey, this works, why, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So. Exactly. <laughs> very cool, very cool. Well, any anything else you want to share with people? I mean, you've had some, some great success within a year. Obviously, you know, location has a lot to do with this business. People can't control really where they live. Um, right. You had an awesome husband who went out and knocked on everybody's door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, outside of that, uh, what what kind of suggestions would you have to people, especially people that are starting out or maybe frustrated or can't get clients? I mean, uh, anything you can share? Um, I would say the biggest thing is really just um, make sure that you've got, you know, a website. That was something that I wanted to set up from the beginning because you need people to be able to find you. You know, if they're Googling spray tan, they need to be able to find you. Um, And even though I was at a home studio, so they didn't necessarily know where I was and they didn't know I was in a home until they showed up. Sure. Um, But you, you have to have an online presence. So I made sure I had a Facebook page set up and um, a Google page, yellow pages. I mean, I went through the whole... Yelp, everything. Um, And even if you don't do advertising with any of them, um, at least having it set up and have everything being the same, you know, where there's hours and your address, it's hugely important. Yeah, very important. 
And I did not pay Katie to say that just because she has a Happy Tans website. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> but no, I can't tell you how many people go to my website and tell me, you know, that they've gotten, you know, the instructions for the before care, after care from there, or mm-hmm. just, you know, anything. Yeah. So. Yeah, and a lot of people don't, a lot of people underestimate the website, and I get it. I mean, I, I'm obviously always a proponent for it, but people think, you know, you're just trying to sell it or whatnot. But for me, the service is really created to help to help the sunless industry. You know, at twenty five dollars a month, it's not like it's a a crazy thing, but it's definitely worth it for people to have, and it's good for people to cross reference for things, or if they're going to check out company A versus company B, you know, that kind of stuff mm-hmm. comes into consideration. They say this website's more professional. And people might not think that's a big deal, but it is. It completely is. And, um, you know, we had somebody the other day that said that they chose her for their bridal tents because her website was so much better than her competition, and they just, like, trusted her more. So there's a lot that goes into that, and it's good that you obviously knew that from the get-go. Being in business, you know, you were in the the medical field, so you probably understood that all these things matter, right? It's kind of omni-channel. Like, everything has to be consistent. It all has to talk and not talk, but all has to resonate and be the same, so... It does. And I also gave discounts for um, people that I think I gave like $5 off their tan if they left me a review and checked in on Facebook. Yeah. So now if you check in on Facebook, so even if they only did the one, if you check in on Facebook, it'll remind them in like a week, it'll ask them to give you a review. And nine times out of 10, they do. So in a year, I've had over 70 reviews, which I would love for it to be more. Yeah. But um I can't tell you how many people have come to me just because they've read my reviews. Yeah. And, you know, that's that's huge because nobody goes anywhere if they've got a bunch <laughs> of negative reviews on there. Yeah, for sure. I was going to say uh, 61 reviews on Facebook, it says, and they're five stars, 100% five stars. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah. You can't get much better than that. <laughs> so, good no, and you. people, if you yeah. give them a little bit of a discount or give them a little incentive to do it, they're going to remember to do it. And yeah appreciate that yeah so. for sure and you have a few as well on your um uh, google profile yeah, yeah i think google and yelp both yeah um, okay i didn't see i didn't see yelp but that's cool very very cool well um i'm happy to to hear everything's going so so good for you i, I want to i like to wrap it up with this one question um if you could write a letter to yourself i know it was just a year ago but still if you could write a letter to yourself when you were just starting out what would you say um Really, I guess just to know your worth at the beginning, um, I gave out discounts to literally everybody. And I felt bad for everybody that walked in the door, you know, it's whether it's their self-esteem or something that they have going on in their life or, or whatnot. It was always like, oh, let me just help them out a little bit. Yeah. And that's great to be able to do that. But um, at some point you have to stop or they're going to expect it all the time. Yeah. I agree. I agree with that. I'm still a sucker for people for that. I won't. I won't lie. It's hard not to. But it, I agree with you. You know, there's at some point you gotta you gotta stop that. Um, you can help where, where you can, but at some point you have to. But uh, Katie, I appreciate you uh, getting on the podcast. Obviously, it's great to hear your story. It's only been a year. I can't wait to see where you are a year from now and a year from then. Um, you know, the next year and, and following that. Uh, what a great story you have so far. I'm gonna keep in touch with you. Um, we'll definitely look forward to hearing more from you, but thank you so much for joining us and uh, spending your time with us today. Yeah. Thanks for having me. All right. Take care. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.